Hey there, my name is Jackson Perry, otherwise known as The Reaper, and today I got a very special list for you once again. And uh, this list is about the scariest comics ranked. And uh, that it's this list is ranked by how scary the comic is, not by how good it is, um, just like the last episode. Um, if you know very much about my podcast, I, I'm like the king of edginess. I'm the king of horror. I'm the king of getting spooked and not being spooked. So the, this is all also my opinion. And uh, be forewarned, uh, this is a Reaper's POV. So the uh, comics here that I'm going to be pulling out for you are going to be possibly very graphic. Uh, I thinking about it right now. I don't. None of them are like crossed, but uh, there there is some mature content here. So just that's all I gotta say. So we can get right into it. Also, I finished a race. I have all the volumes over there. Uh, I might review that recent uh, soon. I'm not sure, but here we go. On to number eight, and I today actually brought them with me this would be number I don't know if I just hit the mic but whatever who cares uh, this is the first one up black hole by Charlie Burns yep I, I bring this guy up a lot and it's for it it's definitely for good reason um, it's uh, in a world where somehow uh, it's not a big deal that there's this sexually transmitted disease that uh, badly m modifies your brain and your body in disgusting ways if you contract it. Um, yeah, no one in the story really seems to be super surprised about people having this uh, disease. The horror here comes from an expertly crafted story, I would say. It's a pretty well-crafted story um, about a group of students who just can't control their urges. Yeah, they just... Uh, you know, do they get themselves into some trouble? Uh, you will be submitted to copious amounts of genitalia and sex scenes, along with a bunch of absolute animals. And by animals, I mean the people in this story are animals. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff they do is gross, regardless of this of this disease that's out there. And uh, it's it's just sometimes you'll be baffled by their decisions and what they do. It's just who thinks of this stuff? Like honestly, that's what you're gonna be thinking. And uh, regardless, you'll be bombarded with odd character arcs, uh, lots of drug use, and uh, <laughs> a mystery horror sex disease that makes everyone really gross mentally and physically it is uh it's honestly it's it's really really good i recommend black hole by charlie burns a lot if you're if you're gonna do the classic oh i'm not i'm gonna read them all going in order from the least scary to the scariest of the scariest comics and that's what i would do but i'm not you i'm you don't have my crazy ocd so Boom, black hole, we go on to the next. Dun dun na, na 
I've talked I've talked about this a lot of times. Okay, uh, it's it's about time I actually brought it in because this is an interesting little graphic novel. Technically, gra it's not really a graphic novel. This is a series of anthologies by Junji Ito. Um, he just writes all these and he puts them in a book. It's like 16 stories that Ito wrote himself, and uh, he just sh 13. And he just shoves them in here and sees how you like it. And uh, for the most part, uh, I, 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 I can't even say for the most part. I love Junji Ito. Uh, I love Uzumaki. I love Geo, Ramana, Shiver, the Enigma of Amagara Fault. The list goes on. It could go on forever. After a quick analysis of, you know, I was thinking what I consider scary, I have to go with Smashed. While it might not be the best quality in comparison to the other Ito works, it's definitely the scariest. There's definitely more here. Uh, none of these stories have a connection for the most part. Um, and it's here that you, you get the actual story smashed. It's at the very end. And uh, see... <laughs> One thing about this is it's scary just to look at. Like, you can be just starstruck looking at the uh, the cover. Uh, anyway, so you get to the story smash, and I'm gonna run that down for you. So, these these kids they find uh, this this barrel of honey. So someone steals it from this guy. This barrel of honey, and if you eat the honey, you will experience like the it'll be the best moment in, in your life that'll be the greatest meal anything you you'll ever consume and uh you got and you always just want more of it cuz everything else tastes horrible in comparison so uh these these people have it but somewhere down the line they realize that randomly when eating this uh honey um all of a sudden, you're just smashed, like literally into a sheet of just goo, blood, and gore, just into a sheet. <laughs> and it's that's why it's called Smash, and it, it's so much fun. That that story's so much fun, but it's also just like, oh my god, because you can't really jump scare someone in a comic book, uh, but you can definitely shock them and. <laughs> you're wondering why it's called smashed and these characters are eating at a dinner table and all of a sudden you turn the page and it's just this this guy gets splatted it's like oh my god <laughs> like what yeah that's it, it legitimately is definitely one of the spookier of Vito's works and uh there's another part of it i'm going to give you two examples um what was the other one uh now i gotta look at my notes because i'm a silly bastard um oh yeah Oh, so there's another there's a story in here about this uh this guy who opens a haunt who has a moving haunted house and he sets it up in different towns and it's the scariest haunted house in the world literally he uh he has people come up pay to come in and they all come screaming out and they're all they all have ptsd and these two kids are like oh we better go in there right so they they go in there and it is superb it, it sets up the the character that'll recur a lot. He recurs the most out of any anthology character, and he is something, something to behold. And uh, that is that is smashed.
on to number six, which should have been seen coming. Uh, Beautiful Darkness by Karis Goat. This one, this is special. And anybody who's read it will tell you it's it's special. Uh, this The story is very unique. My notes keep sliding off my knee. This is great. <laughs> this is a very unique story. Um, a group of fairies are uh, living in this, well, this dead little girl's corpse. And they're, uh, they're forced to live there. That's where they... they they live and uh they uh, for some reason they thought this was the best place so eventually the structure starts decaying all around them and this, all the all the parts are coming coming undone and they have to leave and so all these fairies leave from their home and uh boom the initial fray causes them to be subjected to hor- surviving horrible conditions and uh, falling into absolute insanity and are confronted with betrayal at every turn. The horror here is in the sudden shift of undertones. Uh, so one moment things are fine. You know, these fairies are just chilling out, talking to each other. The m- next moment, stuff is dark and horrifying. Before immediately switching off back to its normal normal style. And this will happen throughout your reading experience of beautiful darkness. Uh, The story is all about bad things happening suddenly and constantly to these cute, cute characters and with sudden brutality. Uh, And once or twice with gore, just once or twice. It's not a very gore heavy, scary uh, media. This choice is six because while it, it, it does get you those first couple times and that surprise feeling, uh, it does wear off and it becomes not really all that off-putting. It fires off some really good shots, though, but it doesn't. it's not like something you think about after you close it. But you do want to read it again because it's amazing. So if you can get your hands on one of, one of these, Beautiful Darkness by Kuroskoat, uh, do it. It's phenomenal. And... Down to number five. Lock and Key by Joe Hill. Which, uh, if you didn't know, Stephen King's son here, Joe Hill, delivers with what a lot of comic readers consider to be the best, or at least one of the best horror stories ever, ever told and ever written. And for the most part, I agree. The story is about the Locke family. So these kids, this group of three kids and their mother, they move back into the family mansion. And uh, this is following their the family patriarch dad getting brutally murdered. And so they go to this house, and they realize that there's a bunch of keys in this house. And these keys do random mystical things. Like one... That if you use it on yourself, you can control shadows like an army. One that if you, you put, if you, so like you can put the key up to you and turn it and uh, you'd become a giant. Stuff like that. And the possibilities are endless. Um, and they, they figured this out. And the story, the story gets the majority of its fear from your worry for these characters. 
aside from being an absolutely masterful comic, this it's filled, filled, filled with tension. The characters are under constant duress and stress. Towards the end, you'll be so wrapped up in discovering how this crazy story turns out for our main characters. That's why it puts it up at number five. And while I think you should definitely get the Master Editions and read Lock and Key, uh, I, I definitely would recommend maybe, if this isn't your first comic series, maybe going with like Beautiful Darkness. Number four, we start getting down to definitely the spookier bits. Um, this comic is proudly put on my shelf, and that is why I forgot. I, I brought all these comics in this morning, and I forgot this, this one. It's Severed by Scott Snyder. It's a story about a cannibal monster taking the appearance of a normal guy while, you know, going on a sadistic killing spree. He's smart, cunning, and relentless, and he's after every possible target. These, this comic is one of my prized possessions. I think it is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Severed is proudly, proudly in my collection. And if I had to pick the perfect starter, starting horror comic, this would be my pick for new readers. And this would be my pick for many reasons as well. Um... First is that it isn't very bloody, except for very key parts where it's effective. Uh, then the story is focused and laid out incredibly well. However, we're not judging by how good the comic is. The villain in Severed is the vocal point, and he is one of the most formidable creatures you'll never you'll have to face. Able to seamlessly take up anybody's life in a moment right after he kills them just to lure in more prey the fear factor comes from this guy and this guy pretty much alone this this guy is a man-eating old man and he harasses his victims and will stop at nothing to devour them the story keeps you on the edge of your seat throughout no character is safe Twists and turns become a method of jump-scaring the reader when really it's conventionally impossible, like I just said. It, the, you feel a real sense of danger while reading Severed, and it's most definitely what, I, like I said before, I would, I would s s tell this to people if this is going to be like your, the first scary comic you're going to read. Yeah, read Severed, because it's just enough of everything. It's it's very spooky, but it's just enough of gl blood, gore, and uh, twistiness that uh, you need to see to know if you're going to be able to get into that kind of stuff. Now we get down to three, the l final three. One of them I've mentioned on my, my podcast channel. And the other two I haven't said a word about. I'm 90% sure. Um, and... I, I was thinking the other week, I was like, hmm, scariest comics I've ever read. And these three the, came up, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I've never reviewed these on my my uh, POV. Because they're not, like, front 
up and center comics. Like you don't because you hear about Lock and Key, Beautiful Darkness, Black Hole, Severed. Uh, you hear about that stuff all the time, and I mean all the time. But uh, these three are a little bit of a dime diamonds in the rough. And the first one I'm gonna grab right now. <laughs> Sentient by Jeff Lemire. And so, uh, like nine months ago, I, I had been reading comics online for so long, like a year, year and a half, and I I had so much money that because I, I wasn't spending it on anything, and I was like, I should probably start buying comics. And this was like the first package I got. If it wasn't Berserk. I think Berserk was like the first package I really got. And that was the deluxe edition. Um, and I, this couldn't have been a better one to get. I mean, it, it, it really it really needs to be read in comic form. Like, I, not on your phone, not on a computer. Anyway, so after that. This is Sentient. So the story here is Earth is being vacated by everybody to another planet before it becomes completely inhospitable. A group of colonists run this ship, and uh, it is currently on the course to this new planet. And the ship is manned by these citizens while, you know, their kids are in class and, like, learning and stuff. And for some reason I won't spoil, every single adult is just murdered. Murdered, killed, whatever. And it leaves all of the kids alone to, to run the ship that by themselves. And uh, my goodness, the, you know these kids—they're not alone. But the only other figure they have to follow is the ship's advanced AI. She uh, she has to become somewhat of a parent for them for them and teach them how to run the ship. Because the adults are, you know, dead. This story is mildly claustrophobic. Originally, upon starting it, I was worried that it would be more of this, like, survival-esque story. More like a thriller and not a spooky, spooky story. But I was wonderfully surprised that it wasn't. It, um... The poor kids left behind to run this ship make their way through some pretty nuts life and death situations and they're all very creative when when these kids are in a bad spot you definitely feel for them Send, sentient makes it abundantly clear how terrible it would be <laughs> to be trapped on a ship in space it's akin to how good alien was the original alien did um I won't spoil anything, but I think you should definitely check this out. It's got gorgeous art. Um, it's it's something. It's one of the definitely one of the most special comics I have, and I currently own. Oh, and we are on to the final two. And boy, was I stunned when I t said to myself, "I forgot these." Like, oh my god, I should. I need to review these. I am gonna review. Uh, one or two of them and uh, trust me both of the ones I'm about to pull out are the scariest and they're also one of the highest in quality 
out of any comic I've reviewed on my podcast. They're both phenomenal. And they both embody horror in their own way and very well. So let's get, I'm very excited. Let's, let's get into it. Spread. Oh my gosh. This is, might be what you might call a little bit more obscure. This isn't as mainstream as, as almost everything else I've reviewed because I, I'm trying to review all the mainstream stream stuff first. Oh, and I'm also a stickler for my, my quality of that I keep my comics in. And I drop this one and there's a slight crease on the top and I'm really pissed off. This is just volume one of Spread. And this is written by Justin Jordan, which <laughs> and I, was think, I, was, I was pondering to myself last night, do I really want to make a joke about how he has two first names? And I was like, nah. <laughs> um... Spread is about an apocalypse that nobody thought of and nobody should have thought of. A hulking mass of organic red matter begins to cover the entire world. If anything living comes into contact with it, the victim is infected and assimilated. This mass is called the spread. It controls people that are infected like soldiers but these aren't they don't they don't just like turn into this like alien bad version clone of themselves this is gross stuff like they become these amalgamations of themselves these disgusting red monsters that just tear apart and murder people in bloody fashion this is this is pretty graphic i'm surprised i didn't put this on my graphic graphic novelist but regardless it the people the characters here will be torn apart left and right and uh our main character no is what we call spread immune so he can venture near to the spread without getting assimilated which is incredibly valuable he's also a total badass <laughs> uh, he's very intelligent and he's a master of any bladed weapon he can fight so many dudes even when he's got a gun on him he's usually got the upper hand and uh, we see him come across this baby also if you're wondering why our main character is called No it's because he doesn't have a name at least not that I'm spoiling but mostly like 92% of the the lines he has in this are no but for some reason I realized the other day I was like I'm pretty sure the writer just forced the other characters to say stuff that allowed him to say no and had it make sense but regardless his name is no he comes upon this girl who uh she just got jumped by a bunch of raiders and they they took her baby and he and she's like dying in his arms and he's like i can't help you and he and she's like save save and she's like i can't save you and she's like he's she's like my baby save hope and uh he comes across this baby after murking some fools and uh it turns out that this baby any bodily fluid that comes from her completely destroys the spread, and it does it super efficiently. 
So it's up to no to save this girl from the world that wants to rip her to shreds, this little baby. And uh, you guys got to read this. Trust me, it is great. Uh, Spread is just plain terrifying. The monsters are so gross that they can terrify you without doing anything. The people are so effing nuts. The shit our characters have to go through is always wildly creative. Aside from being a damn good comic, just be warned before you rush out and buy it because I know you listen to me and I'm like the best comic reviewer ever. I know. Uh, Shit gets crazy here, yo. This is amazing. I love it. It's it's nuts. And it's great. <laughs> great. Anyway, on to the final pick, folks. Before I pull it out, I just got to say, when I pulled this up uh, the other day, I couldn't find the name. And it's I, I literally spent an hour looking for the name to this damn comic because I was like I know this is the scariest one Infinite Dark by Ryan Katie my 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 does this does this comic just hit all my right buttons uh, what's that you you thought number one would be crossed because you watch all my podcasts um, well, after two volumes of Cross, the scare factor kind of dies off completely. I'm I'm not saying like the first two volumes of Cross are like not as scary as this, but you got to look at Cross the whole thing. This is just a two-volume run. I think it's just a two-volume run, and uh, it is ter- it's paralyzing and terrifying from the start to finish. But that's maybe. Only for people who have a, a big understanding of stuff. And you'll see what I mean. Uh, Infinite Dark has one of the best stories I or you or anyone has ever heard. That's definitive. Don't disagree with me because I'm totally right. So, here. The universe has ended. Narrowly escaping the big crunch, which... For people who don't know, I'm going to describe it. The big crunch is the theory that... After a long time of expanding, which our universe that we're currently in is consistently expanding, that the universe will reverse that process, doing the exact opposite of the Big Bang. If this happens, technically the universe will completely cease to exist. This is, this is a theory about the, what happens at the end of the universe. The final living humans constructed a ship that can withstand all of the everything just deleting itself and it withstands the crunch making it the only real thing left outside the ship is nothing but endless black if you can't grasp how terrifying that is you're you're just silly okay that doesn't even that doesn't even get to the part about like what that's what even happens in this that's just horrifying <laughs> uh, this is so the humans on this ship the ship's at minimum capacity because most people just I don't know were late or something 
and just died trying to get to the ship. So there's, it's at minimum capacity. And the character we follow the most is the person in charge of the security at the ship. And she she's basically keeping everyone alive. This is cosmic horror at its finest. This is hopelessness and fighting against the inevitable at its finest. So many moments of sheer absolute dread. And that's why it's number one. I personally think you need to read everything on this list. But you of course don't have to. And that's why I'm here. To make super smart lists and stuff. So. That's where I'm going to cut her off here for today. And I thank you so much for watching. But first, before you go, ha, you're about to leave. I got the view it name wrong in the last episode. So there it is. V-U-I-T, no dash. Okay, thank you so much for watching. Have a good one.